0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Check swing and foul tipped it into the glove of McCann. 1 and 1. Got the slider.
2: When you get a check swing like that, you know he didn't pick it up very well. Saw that spin late. Use that as feedback. McCann set up away the 1-1. One, one. That's popped up right
1: side. Guriel backing up, drifting into foul territory, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. What a win for the Astros! Down four, nothing after one, battle back to tie it and regulation, win it with two in the top of the tenth,
2: victorious by the score of six to four. And these are just confidence builders. What this team's going to be able to take away from these games early in the season is doesn't matter how many they're behind they're going to keep coming at you they believe they can do it and they've done it three times now
1: now another Astros podcast welcome back Robert Ford joined by Astros manager AJ Hinch and what a comeback win for the Astros uh, Tampa Bay on on Sunday before the off day three games already this year you've been down by four runs and come back to win I mean it's just remarkable
3: yeah it's not something that's comfortable but I I love that characteristic about our team that will play the whole game and and, you know, it started with our, our starting pitcher, Joe Musgrove, being able to collect himself and, and pitch, uh, you know, actually a ton of hitless innings to give us a chance to get untracked. And we pecked away early, got a couple homers, got a, uh, a couple big base hits. We look up, we tie the game and then and then and then won it against their bullpen. So um, it takes it takes the whole group to stay resilient. But the but Joe Musgrove being able to stabilize the game was a big start.
1: Yeah, Musgrove gives up the four runs in the first. You had Brad Peacock warming up in the first inning. It looked like he might might not make it out of that inning. And then five no-hit innings after that, a guy who'd been struggling to get deep into ball games, was able to get deep in a game in which he struggled early. What changed for him after that first?
3: Uh, the first, he was very mechanical. They've been working with, you know, in the bullpen. He and Strome with with some mechanics and trying to deliver straight down the hill and how to control his body a little bit more, make his pitches, because he throws a ton of strikes, so the, the, the quality of those strikes have to be really good against, against major league hitters. So um, once he got away from the mechanical, started to compete a little bit, trusted that it, what, the work that he had done was going to translate to the game, things took off for him, and, and we needed those innings. You know, the bullpen, we knew the day off was coming, so I could empty the bullpen when needed, but um, it's never easy to go to your pen in the first or second inning, and Joe, Joe pitched well enough to stay in the game.
1: How good was it to see Carlos Correa not only hit the home run to break out of the O for nineteen, but have some pretty good swings in that game Sunday.
3: He did, and he's had a little bit of tough luck during that O for nineteen. But yeah. no matter what, when the hitter knows that he hasn't gotten a hit in a few games, it's uh, it's a little draining for him. So I, I was I was proud of him that he came and went the opposite way. Obviously, it was a big hit. We needed it, uh, you know, to get to get closer and closer in the game. So I, um, and, you know, he's going to break out here and and explode here pretty soon. Some pitching staff is going to wear it eventually. Uh, maybe that was the start. George Springer
1: did not play Sunday ending his consecutive game streak uh, the the left hamstring discomfort not in, a, in the lineup today what's his status?
3: He's day-to-day and in, in, in available to me today I, I think the um, the best route for us is to be very conservative I mean I, I don't love the any sort of lingering hamstring injury uh, especially for an outfielder someone who uses his legs as much as George does so one day too long is better than one day too shy we'll, we'll continue to go day-to-day with him and and we'll be in constant communication. They've got some good left-handed pitching in the bullpen, so if they do have a matchup that I like, uh, it's not inconceivable that I would use them. But um, we're being very cautious here for, for a couple days to, to make sure that he's, that he's back.
1: You lost another outfielder in that game on Sunday. Jake Marisnyk uh, crashing into the wall in the outfield early and uh, initially looked like he just got the wind knocked out of him, but then wound up coming out of the game with concussion-like symptoms, going on the concussion DL now Teoscar Hernandez joining the club. And obviously you always have to be careful whenever you're talking about a head injury.
3: Yeah, it's not something we're going to mess with. And and, and Jake's run the protocol and gone through all of the tests and um, is just still feeling a little bit, uh, more so, like under the weather, under the under the circumstances. So I, I think we're going to make the the decision to be conservative with that as well, uh, maybe even more so than than with George because of the the head type injury. So it's uh, it's unfortunate that we lose him, um, you know. But it is a seven day DL. We don't expect this to be a lingering issue, uh, but for the time being, we'll have Teo up here. AJ Hench, thanks for joining us. You got it back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Have a question for the booth? Email your comments to radio at astros.com. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks fielding your baseball questions. Radio at astros.com.
2: Okay, I'm sitting here. I'm opening up my computer with Evan Gaddis right now who loves hamburgers. And you know, what? I don't want to, I don't want to paint you as a hamburger guy, but you like to treat yourself because I know you like to eat right. Yeah. But you like to treat yourself every once in a while on those cheat days. Burgers, your choice, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of times. Uh,
0: yeah, cheeseburgers. Burgers on my cheat days
2: are
0: great. Yeah, and yeah,
2: pretty much cheeseburgers or pizza. But yeah, burgers. Te- Texas Monthly puts out the best burgers in the Houston area every year. And you like to go through that list I have, yeah. and hit some of those. And I've got it open right now. And there's one of them on this list that you haven't tried. We'll get to that in a little bit. But let's go through a couple of these. The Bernie's. Burger bus, where's that? That's in uh,
0: There's one. Uh, I know they got a couple. I think there's one in Sugarland, but the one I've been to is in um, like the Bel Air Triangle yep. area. Awesome burgers. It's incredible. I think it's like all. Um, I think they make as much stuff in poss- house as possible, like ketchup and stuff like that. And I met the guy. I forgot his name, but uh, D- Justin Turner. That's it. He does a does a great job. Um, yeah, incredible, fresh. Good burgers, man, rich. What do you look for mostly when you you get a good cheeseburger? What's your favorite part? I don't know. They're all different, but good food's good food.
2: You know what I mean? Yep. All right, the burger joint, the classic burger? Yeah, excellent.
0: It's It's on Montrose. It's it's on Montrose. I don't know what it is about that place, and it's been a while. I've only been there one time, but I remember it being really, really good.
2: Fries were good. It's got a picture here. The fries look good with it.
0: Oh, that one's actually the, uh, what's that one called? The Rapskillion, I think. That one's, uh, the Squirrel Master at Cottonwood. No, yeah, that's the Squirrel Master Cottonwood. That's up north above, um...
2: On Shepherd Drive?
0: Yeah, north, like, north of, uh, the loop.
2: And that's got an egg in it? You like that?
0: Yeah, dude, it's, yeah, it's a great burger, too. It's just, like, a little bar place, um...
2: Gastro pub, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Poblano peppers, so yeah, it's got a little
0: strips, So it's a little bit, but not. It's not crazy spicy or anything, but it's really good.
2: What does the egg yolk do to some of the the hotness? Yeah,
0: it's just like if there's anything like dry. Yeah, I think it probably like you know cools it down a little bit. It kind of takes care of the heat a
2: little bit, but it's really good. The Moon Tower Inn on the east side of town on Canal Street, excellent! excellent it's it's place. got the chong. They've got a cheech burger and they've got the chong. It lists the chong as one of the best. Yeah, burgers. I got that.
0: The, I got both of them that day. I forgot which day it is, but uh, there's a day where you get two for one, uh-huh. and so I got the cheech and the chong. Which one is the chong? Is that I think that's the mustard one, the and thick, then there's
2: the uh, the, the creole, creole style mustard. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that one's good, but I'm not a big mustard fan. The other one, um, fear mustard fan, the chong is good if not the cheese is good but they put like this cream cheese on it it sounds weird it's some kind of cream cheese spread it's really really good the original hubcap grill right they got the philly cheesesteak burger as uh that's like the burger on this never had article. That. but i never had that one i had the double cheese uh double bacon cheeseburger is excellent excellent place it's uh it's kind of funny it's just a hole in the wall downtown where they're I think there's one in um, close to the coast too, close
2: to Galveston. I'll, I'll mention the one that you haven't had on this list. Yeah, Killins. it's a Killin's Steakhouse. Killins,
0: I Still haven't been to Killens.
2: And that's supposed to be yes, a good spot. They, that's in Pearland. they Pear mentioned land.
0: on here. It's supposed to be really good. I don't think Killens does
2: anything bad. Okay, you told me the other day your favorite one is the one we're going to talk about right now. It's it's on Kirby and Westheimer. It's called State of Grace. Right. It's the butter burger. The butter burger. And it's weird, it's got a fried oyster on it, which is
0: strange, but I think it's, like, they're a big seafood restaurant, I think. Uh-huh. I only ordered one to go, and uh, just kind of walked in, picked it up, and left, but it was excellent. It was, uh, yeah, it's just tons of butter. It's, like, just r- the richest. It's not a huge burger, but it's really good. I just ate the fried oyster first and took it off. But, <laughs> and that's uh, your favorite burger in Houston that you've yeah, tried so far? Yeah, I think far. so. I think so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My favorite is in Stafford, and it's uh tornado burger. Tornado yeah, and it's got ground-up garlic and jalapenos in the, in the patties. Awesome. So you and I will have to try that soon. Awesome. Last thing, baseball. Baseball. Feeling good, picking up some RBIs. Uh, yeah. Not getting yeah. into playing time you probably like, but obviously it's a great team. Who cares? Yeah,
0: great team winning baseball
2: games. I mean, it's um Better start for me personally than it
0: was last year. Better start for the team, so uh, you know, just trying to be a service to the team
2: and uh, do what I can do. There you go. That's Evan Gaddis. Thanks for catching up. Yep. Thanks.
3: This has been a production of the Houston Astros Radio Network.